Hello and welcome to What the F*** Just Happened Today, your essential guide to the daily shock and awe in national politics. I'm Joe Anditas. Let's get to it. It's Wednesday, December 13th, 2023. Welcome to Day 1058. The UN Climate Summit, COP28, ended in a historic deal that committed the world to transitioning away from fossil fuels for the first time. It's also the first time in three decades that the UN climate talks have explicitly called for curtailing fossil fuels. The non-binding deal, however, lacks what many countries and activists actually wanted, an unequivocal phase-out of fossil fuels. The final agreement calls on countries to reduce both consumption and production of fossil fuels in a just, orderly, and equitable manner, while accelerating action in this critical decade so as to achieve net zero by 2050 in keeping with the science. Over the next two years, countries will submit formal plans for curbing their greenhouse gas emissions through the year 2035. Moving on, the U.S. Supreme Court will decide whether to limit access to the commonly used abortion pill mifepristone. The court agreed to hear the Biden administration's appeal of a lower court's ruling that would cut off mail-order prescriptions of the drug and would require in-person doctor visits even in states where abortion remains legal. The White House said the lower court's ruling threatens to undermine the FDA's scientific independent judgment and would reimpose outdated restrictions on access to safe and effective abortion medication. The Alliance Defending Freedom, a conservative Christian anti-abortion group, filed the original legal challenge, claiming the FDA minimized and overlooked the health risks of the drug when it was approved in the year 2000, and when it approved wider access to the drug through telemedicine, mail delivery, and prescribing by pharmacists in 2016. The case, FDA v. Alliance for Hippocratic Medicine, will be the Supreme Court's first abortion case since it overturned Roe v. Wade last year. A decision is expected by the end of June 2024. The Supreme Court also agreed to hear a challenge to the felony obstruction statute used to charge at least 327 people in connection with the January 6th Capitol riot. The justices will review an appeals court ruling that says the Justice Department could prosecute defendants under a federal law that makes it a crime to obstruct or impede an official proceeding. That crime of obstruction of an official proceeding carries a 20-year maximum sentence and is one of the four counts brought against Trump by special counsel Jack Smith in the federal election interference case. The justices are separately weighing Jack Smith's request to fast-track consideration of Trump's claim that he is immune from prosecution in the election obstruction case. Meanwhile, the federal judge overseeing Trump's election interference case temporarily paused all procedural deadlines while he appeals the decision that he's not entitled to presidential immunity from criminal prosecution. Judge Tanya Chutkin said Trump's appeal gives the higher court jurisdiction over the case and that she must automatically stay any further proceedings that would move this case towards trial or impose additional burdens of litigation on the defendant. The judge previously dismissed Trump's arguments, saying that his four-year service as commander-in-chief did not bestow on him the divine right of kings to evade the criminal accountability that governs his fellow citizens. In a bid to speed that appeals process along, Special Counsel Jack Smith has asked both the Court of Appeals and the Supreme Court to hear the appeal on an expedited basis. The ruling doesn't affect Trump's conditions of release, the gag order, or the protective order in the case. Judge Chutkin also noted that Trump's March 4th trial date could be affected and that she would reconsider that date when the appeals process is finished. 
A different federal appeals court, meanwhile, rejected Trump's attempt to use presidential immunity in the upcoming defamation lawsuit brought against him by writer E. Jean Carroll over comments he made while denying her rape accusations in 2019. A three-judge panel in the second U.S. Circuit Court of Appeals said Trump had effectively waived his presidential immunity defense by failing to raise it when Carroll first filed the defamation lawsuit four years ago. It's the third time in recent weeks that federal courts have rejected Trump's immunity arguments. And finally, the Federal Reserve held interest rates unchanged for a third meeting in a row and signaled that they will likely cut borrowing costs three times in 2024. The Federal Open Market Committee voted unanimously to keep the benchmark federal funds rate in a targeted range between 5.25% and 5.5%, which is the highest since 2001. Since March of 2022, the Fed raised rates 11 times to combat high inflation, which had spiked to a 40-year high. While inflation is currently at 3% and remains above the Fed's 2% target, The Fed says inflation has eased from its highs, and this has come without a significant increase in unemployment. That's very good news. Chairman Powell said no one is declaring victory. That would be premature. Still, officials say they expect to lower rates by 75 basis points next year, leaving rates at around 4.6% by the end of 2024. That's all for now. You can find the links and sources for all of these stories on the main website. And as always, visit WhatTheFuckJustHappenedToday.com for the latest news and headlines. Until next time, I'm Joe Anditas.